Hello everyone. So today I'm going to talk about the one topic that all Christians must master. How to be perfect in your Christian walk. Spoiler alert, you can't. And the problem is some of us actually believe that we can. Like consciously, we know for a fact we can't be perfect. That's why phrases like perfect imperfection were coined. But subconsciously, we not only think but behave as if we can actually be perfect. And when we inevitably fail, we sit there sulking like, what's the point? Like, what's the point of trying if I always end up here? What's the point of always trying if I always end up on those sides? Or are we going to be fake here? And that's where Paul comes in, in Philippians chapter 3, verse 12, when he says, I can't say that I have already achieved these things. What things? The benefits of being righteous. He says, I can't say that I've already achieved these things. I can't say that I've already achieved perfection. But I press on towards that perfection for which Christ first possessed me. Meaning that Christ died on the cross to make me perfect in him. And if you're still with me, then you can tell that I, I just said that we can't be perfect. And now here I am again saying that we actually can. Let's look to scripture to solve this kafafu. The book of Hebrews says that by his one sacrifice, which sacrifice his death on the cross again. By his one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. And in this scripture, there are two things that if you get, you're good to go. But I know you'll continue listening to me because I'm fun like that. Anyway. The first thing that you need to understand in the scripture is that by his one sacrifice, he's made perfect forever. Forever only exists in heaven. That's why in weddings, the covenant which is supposed to last for our forever, the wording that is used, the phrasing that is used is till death do you part. Because forever only exists in heaven. And because forever only exists in heaven, therefore we can only be made perfect in heaven. The second thing is that by his one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever those who are being made holy. Not those who are already holy, but those who are being made holy. This usage of words indicates that being made holy, being sanctified, being set apart for the use of the Lord is a process. Not just a process, but a process that takes a lifetime. That's why in the Catholic Church, one of the preconditions or one of the qualifications of being made a saint is for you to actually be dead. Because they know that as long as you're still alive, as long as you're still breathing, you're still susceptible to the fallen ways of this fallen world. Therefore, the Bible is saying that by Christ's death on the cross, he has made us perfect in heaven as long as we are willing to continue making ourselves holy in this world, as long as we are willing to continue progressing. And it is this process of being made holy that Paul is referring to as pressing on, always choosing God, no matter how hard it is or how ugly or bad it looks, always choosing God. So if we know that we can't be perfect, why do we behave like we can and punish ourselves like we could? If walking in a manner worthy of our calling means that we should never misspeak, we should never be lazy, we should always be kind, we should never doubt God, then we will inevitably fail and we will end up hopeless and even worse, we will be tempted to give up. Even a toddler is celebrated when he or she is learning to walk, despite the fact that he or she is probably falling down more than they're actually walking. No one is like, I'm withdrawing my approval until he or she learns how to walk. No. Everyone cheers them on. Why? Because, wait for it, they are growing and they are progressing in the art, in the gift of walking. And yes, I know. God has called us to higher standards than we can achieve by ourselves. His word says, be holy for I am holy, meaning seek perfection for I am perfect. Not because you can get to be perfect in this life, but seek perfection because I am perfect. So emulate me. It's like good parenting. 
It's not that good parents don't know that their kids are not perfect. They know. They know their kids can mess up. But no one goes like Jaden. Yeah, I know most of them are called Jaden these days. No parent goes like Jaden. You can mess up once in a while. No. They always say you're supposed to do the right thing always at any time, blah, blah, blah. All the strict things. Because in as much as they know that their kids are not perfect, they know high standards build character. So if you ever think that you can ever get to a point of sinless perfection, then you either have a lower view of God's standards or a distorted definition of sin. Be that as it may, as you continue reading Philippians chapter 3, you get to verse 16 where Paul says, Hold on to the progress that you've made. In as much as you haven't reached perfection, don't forget how far you've come. And what a better way to bring all this into perspective, but with a personal instance of mine. Everyone that knows me knows that I get hungry, and I get angry bad. If you ask the right people, they'll tell you the right stories pertaining to me and getting angry. And uh, it's been a really long walk, and I've really tried. But I still get angry. I still do get angry. But the difference is I don't react the same way I used to react. It takes a lot more right now to elicit a reaction from me. In as much as I haven't gotten perfect, in as far as anger is concerned, I am still not where I used to be. And I'm holding on to that. I ain't no